Oh, it's a big one. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a bit on the table, Pete. We'll clean that up later. Oh, there you are, my friend. Fizzy whiz for you, sir. Peter. Peter. The secret pair. Peter. Peter. From, from Belfast. Peter. Peter. Secret pair was there, wasn't he? Ooh. Gentlemen, to the wonderful, glorious, brilliant pairs who guaranteed themselves promotion a few days in advance, but it's a done deal. Cheers. Cheers. You pairs. That last run felt like an eternity, didn't it? words of Yaz and the plastic population gentlemen the only way is up welcome to on a pair it's three friends talking about the game they love the team they follow and all the promotions that go with it well as you might have guessed pairs fans that we are in slightly better spirits than when we last spoke to you um and that's because the pairs have been promoted and i feel like nothing else really matters so we're going to talk some cricket in possibly the most positive context that we've done on this podcast because we haven't had a lot to shout about Daryl Butler, my dear old thing. I sounded like blowers then. How are you, love? <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. We're going up! Yay! <laughs> this is delicious. This is... Let's have some more of this Prosecco. Yeah. It's uh, it's cost of living crisis. It's not a champagne gang. It's Prosecco, Absolutely. and that's okay. We respect our life choices. It's going Thank well you. with the San Miguel that I'm currently quaffing at the same time. Peter Somberg! How are you, mate? Have you cheered up since last time, you grumpy old sod? Well, I have two reasons. Just A, the promotion. And B, I've been stateside, haven't I? Oh, yes. I've been over to that there in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, that's, a, that's an American accent for anyone who yep, couldn't thanks. understand anything. <laughs> so you've been to watch some uh, baseball as well. How was that? It was interesting. Interesting yeah. is an interesting word. Yeah, it was good. Really good. I, uh, I had great fun. Uh, stood waiting for breakfast, watching Cassie Valley go nuts. He was uh, doing some heavy leg side plays, wasn't he? Utilising the six scoring zones. <laughs> the six uh, scoring zones. He's not a defensive line blocker, is he? He's yeah. all about the um, um, maximum six hitting, isn't he? Yeah, it's the... a big deal. So yeah, Cassie Valley waiting for pancakes is a good combination. Yeah, it's the, the, the syrup on the pancakes. And the... Yeah. No, not well, whilst you were watching the world's most boring game of baseball, which is the world's most boring game, and uh, uh, eating your own body yeah, weight in chicken wings. The the best of the American sports, by the way, baseball. Careful now. No, it is. Don't let's not it fall is. out now. No, it this, is. This is celebration, Daz. Yeah, I, will, right. I will come at you like a buzzard and peck at your eyes. <laughs> Are you I'm no not a big NFL that. fan? Back <laughs> off. But while you were eating your own body weight in chicken wings, mate, me and Daz played a bit of cricket. Didn't we? we did. We played together, didn't we? I came out of is retirement. That the first time ever. I think it is. I came out of retirement to play cricket with Daz, and I turned up at the venue. I say venue. I mean, it was the most <laughs> despicable scenario I've ever seen. Like, it was, it was a, an artificial wicket. The grass had been mown but not cleared. So there was just clumps of, like, thick grass everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there was no boundary. They had to get some cones out. But I mean, you had... couldn't get in to start with, could we? Everyone queued up outside the, uh, the but ground. we had a bloody good time, didn't we? Did. We? We, did. We, had, we had a good time. Did Jim you open the batting? Put on an 80-run partnership in about eight, eight or nine overs? Oh, it was a bit of about 10 overs, wasn't it? Was it, 10 overs, it, was reg- it was regulation. Got myself a catch, affected yeah. a run out. Yeah, we romped it's, a victory. Is it. that like that England innings when Leach scored one? That was Jim. And then the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah the other guy, guy was 79. Of them, yeah. <laughs> Come on now, that's not fair. 
I did throw it away. We there got was, a, there was a fifty you did, there for the taking. I threw it away. You, you, you got a bit bored, didn't you? I think. I did. I did. Yeah, a little bit. There was. Every, a, they were bowling up. They were bowling at leg stump. Leg stump, pretty much. And so there was plenty of runs to be had. I got thirty, didn't I? Something like that. Got, we got an on a pair fifty, didn't we? You got thirty. I got twenty-five at the yeah, end. Yeah, so. but it's just like everything was down the leg side. It just got yeah. a bit boring. But you know, that's, that's all right, isn't it? We, yeah. you know, turn up, churn it out, regulation away victory, go home. Old fat boy here got myself run out with three runs needed to win as well, didn't I? Hey, no, Dad, you did all right, mate. You did all right. Hit yourself your first ever six. Yes. It was agricultural. You were it caught was, on the boundary. The lad a, stepped over the rope. It was a bit. It was the six is a six <laughs> count. It doesn't say that in the scorebook. No, that's very true. But you haven't got me as a witness, which ruins it somewhat. Well, I've hit two more since then, <laughs> so I don't need you anymore. Yes, Dad's good on your tiger. Um, so there we are. Um, I suppose with that um, lengthy and uh, self-indulgent intro, <laughs> yeah, but hey, why not? Treat yourselves. Um, I suppose we'd better do the news. Right, it's been a while, so let's just rattle through this. Let's start with player achievements. Jake Libby, the greatest signing in the history of Worcestershire County Cricket Club. Don't laugh at me, Pete. He got a 1,000 runs for the season pretty quickly, actually, with a game to spare, and it's 6,000 for his career. He is a run machine. Joe Leach with ball in hand, 450 first-class wickets. He is a machine. Some outgoings. Ben Cox in his testimonial year. I felt, I felt kind of bad that he's gone on loan in his testimonial year. He wasn't getting cricket, though, so he signed for Leicestershire. Good with the gloves. Didn't, not great didn't with agree with the loan. I didn't like strengthening a promotion rival. I mean, Leicestershire as a promotion rival is a weird sentence. It but is. What a year they've had, by the way. Yeah, awesome. But I didn't like the idea of strengthening them um, with a few vital games to go. But, I mean, one would argue in recent form, is Cox strengthening anybody? I'm joking. No, he's... Look, Ben Cox is a really, really good cricketer. And yeah. it's a shame, really, that his kind of downturn in form with the bat coincided with Rodders's. It's upturned, but that's the thing about competitive sport, yeah. isn't yeah, it? It's a bit yeah. like Brown, isn't it? You know, his performances in that title-winning campaign—he was phenomenal, um, and it will be forever remembered. But doesn't give him an entitlement to a lifelong contract, and he just hasn't quite done it. Rodgers has come in, got over his early blip, and has been Mister Consistent. Yeah, very popular cricketer Ben Cox, and rightly so. And I think everybody, us included, just want him to go there and go yeah. well. And score plenty of runs and enjoys cricket because he's he's a brilliant wicketkeeper and he can he absolutely can bat and it just hasn't been working recently. I know it's it, it's it's odd watching a Leicestershire scorecard and hoping that he fails because we want to go up. Because we want to go up. You but, know, ideally he'd score a hundred every game and they'd lose being bowled out for hundred and two. Well, but, you know, no, there's one you can wish him well and uh, hope he doesn't do well against us, can't you? That's, that's well, he, he, we won't be playing against him because we we're playing one. Really? Yeah, really? so, um, but he, he won't. Cox. He won't have an easy ride there. That um, Harry Swindles, isn't it? You know, hundred and what they score, hundred and fifty odd in the, the one day cup final. Due to be released, isn't he? Or oh, was he going? Potential debate over his contract, I think, Swindles. Yeah, it's a weird vibe at Leicester. Oh, okay. yeah, the players going, but because um, I know he wasn't getting much of a game, then he comes in, rescues them from nothing for five or whatever they were, and, and yeah. puts a score on the board. They won by two runs, didn't they? Last ball. Was, was it for his first professional hundred? Yeah, as well, I mean, it? what a knock. That'll do. So, so yeah, you've got. I mean, he's got competition at Leicester. Anyway, this isn't a Leicester podcast. Pack it all in. But Ben Cox, um, he will be going full-time to Leicestershire next season. And we absolutely hope he owns it and he's brilliant. Because yep. um, there's not much not to love about Ben Cox. Um, Mitchell Stanley, interesting one. Going to Lancashire. He's um, he's uh, one of their darlings of the 100 at Manchester Originals. So, I don't know, you kind of get the feeling 
that he's not getting anywhere near the side in Worcester, which is a, which is odd. So it feels like he is a fill-in bowler when everyone else is playing big tournaments. But yep. again, I, what you see of him, he kind of there's a good player in there somewhere. And you, just go well, not against us. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'm not sure he'll get much of a look in at Lancashire. It feels like uh, they're taking a bit of a punt on him as a, a guy who can just bowl express pace. Um, if it doesn't work out, they'll let him go. If it does, fair enough. But um, hey, look, yeah. Lan- Lancashire are pretty good at developing fast bowlers, so we'll see. You know, if he's gonna um, if he's gonna make it anywhere, and we, he's we make it saw it. at the risk of sounding like a Frank Sinatra song. But um, we got exposure to the next crop of fast bowlers, didn't we? Jones and Darley towards the end of the year both did all right in the couple of games they featured so the crop of uh, the production line of uh, fast bowlers at New Road continues right to new deals then so uh, Cullen and uh, Rihanna Davalath made hard work of that they've got themselves new deals good news as does Rodders as you'd expect he has been Mr. Consistency opened the batting batted three batted four batted six batted seven he'll do pretty much anything you want He he is an absolute dream that boy I'm doing it again. It may be three years deep, but we told you he could play. And uh, Ben Allison, he signed and he's now left. I feel like a good cricketer, good young cricketer. I felt like it's a bit of a try before you buy. I know, Pete, you were getting twitchy going. We've signed someone on loan short term. What about the academy? I don't know. I kind of get the feeling he'll be... I think I kind of get the feeling they were like, let's see if this kid's legit and we'll have him for next year. And he's done well. The loan made sense because it was a longer version. It's one game loans I don't like. We can bin them off. But he was here for a few games. Um, There was an injury uh, issues at New Road with Finch being injured and and, uh, other players not available. So um, I wasn't against that loan signing and he's done well. Mm. Don't know right. Try before you buy. I think you might be a Worcestershire player next year. All right, we'll have a fiver on it. I don't think so, but... No, well, you said you, you did some research, didn't you? He's got a year left on his deal. Is that yeah. right in Essex? Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair shakes. And uh, one more. Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> Stay calm, Jim. I got Jim Johnson more Prosecco. Yeah, top me up, mate. I'm going to need a little bit of... Du- I literally need some Dutch courage for this. Thanks, mate. Appreciate you. So um, we signed. <gasps> we signed Logan Van Beek, and now he's gone. <laughs> Have some more prosecco. Have some more prosecco. Oh jeez. There we go. There we go. <sighs> um, so the greatest player in the history of cricket has signed for Worcestershire, <laughs> and we've let him go. I am so in love with this dude. I don't even care. I, you know, I might even challenge Daz as the resident homosexual on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. More prosecco. Yeah. <laughs> So Logan Van Beek, what a breath of fresh air. Turned up for the one-day cup, smashed it all over the place, took a few wickets, was just full of energy and positive vibes. Love a bit of that. Uh, He stuck about for a couple of uh, county championship games as well. Useful signing. Again, it's the sort of guy that he's played county cricket before, plays internationally for the Dutch. Good luck in the World Cup with that. Just a useful guy to have around. A likeable guy. Yeah, good, good vibes. I miss him. I, I know, genuinely mate. do. I know. Luckily, your your boyfriend Libby's still around. Oh, well. Oh, Jake, you're really good. You scored lots of runs. You're the best signing we've ever had. If we're turning into the in-betweeners. <laughs> literally calling... I mean, he's sports player of Argyle. I could never truly love Jake Libby. I respect the hell out of him. No, I love him too. Um, and finally, Pete, say nothing, but the ECB are adopting equality recommendations and allocating funding after the report earlier in the summer. 
We're not going back there. We've alienated enough listeners, so the three of you that are still with us, God bless you for your tolerance in this difficult time for all of us. And I think, I think that's all the news. And now, this. It's sometimes incoherent, but generally quite brilliant. Daryl's Worcester Watch. What do you want to start with, chaps? The Worcestershire Women's Rapids or the Worcestershire Second Eleven? Where are we going first? I feel like we've neglected the Women's Rapids a little bit this year. Let's go Women's Rapids. Let's go Women's Rapids. So they are the West Midlands Regional Cup winners. Get the champagne. Reasonable price per second. They beat Staffordshire in the final after losing to them in the group. A good response there. Uh, Millie Holmes scored 52, top scored as they got 216 after being put in. And then there was two wickets each for Phoebe Brett, Claire Boycott, Flora Whistle, and Charlotte Roberts as they eased home by 84 runs. So a great Cal- win in the easy, final for Worcestershire. Easy. Easy. And congratulations <laughs> to Boycott as well. Claire Boycott, 135 runs, the leading run scorer in the competition. Really well, good season for Boycott. Yeah. Captaining a lot as well. It's good to see senior pro. Yeah. The uh, yeah, Anne Cowley trophy has obviously been good for her. Hey, look... It's hard push to give it to anyone else again this year. This is going to be tricky. It feels like well, a fix. You could give it to Amy Maund, I think, for a one-off, a one-off moment. Uh, she took four wickets in an over on her way to being the leading wicket taker in the competition, Ooh. including a hat trick against Warwickshire. Yeah. So uh, a, a late shout there for Amy, perhaps, to uh, to take the award off off uh, off weeks. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to the second 11 then. They finished third in the table in the end, a couple of wins in uh, September. Most successful season, isn't it? The seconds, I read somewhere. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's the joint most wins, yeah. So uh, they've so the league's now all 18 teams and it used to be two divisions or two sort of pools, as it were. So it's, uh, it's a little bit difficult to compare it to previous some of the previous seasons. But uh, six wins out of 10 games is perfectly acceptable, isn't it? That's almost 60%. Absolutely. Spot on. Well done, Jim. Great match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your catching record. So a couple of uh, couple of late wins against Notts and Somerset at the end of the season to push them up the table. Um, great win against Somerset by 200 runs. The Davalat, 169 in the first innings there. Yeah, that boy can bat. Um, and then they won by six wickets, chasing 188 against Notts. Um, Ollie Sutton, probably the man to look out for there. Young left arm fast bowler. Thought you were going to get a safe spinner. You were looking at Jim. No, like no, a, no. I'm just looking like at anything left hand, anything, anything um, Southpaw. I, I was Jim is the resident Southpaw correspondent on other pair. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Designated left arm slow. <laughs> yeah, left expert. arm anything. Um, yeah, but two or three wickets for him in the second innings there. So uh, Ollie Sutton maybe one to look out for. Oh, nice. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, uh, brilliant. All round really from the women's rapids and the second eleven. Yeah. Um. In, in keeping with this being quite a self indulgent um experience. Is that one? I actually I only got to see the women's rapids once this year, but I watched them at my old school. They played at Flag Meadow in Worcester. Oh yeah, the grammar school, which was lovely. First time I've been back there in twenty five years, nearly. Um, and so that was great. Glorious sunny afternoon gave Wales good going over. And also, I'm talking left arm spin. Going back, we play cricket. I was I didn't get a chance to bowl. I'm a bowler really. But I turned my arm over for the first time. I bought a little bit of wrist spin for the first time just in the warm-up with Daz with his gloves on. Gave him a couple, a couple of good rips. And it's I haven't done that in a squillion years either. So right at the end of the season, I'm getting excitement for next year already. We'll get you in as an all-rounder next year. Yeah, I'm no opening bat, am I? Let's be honest. Uh, but yeah. 
Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do this. It will never last. But the, the adrenaline's pumping in a week of relative glory and success. Promises are being made that will never be kept. Let's get ourselves a promotion. <laughs> yes! And so that end, that end of yeah. Worcester Watch, Dad. End of Worcester Watch. Right, okay. I was going to talk about Central Sports, but they, they weren't very good this year, so... Yeah. I think we did it last time as well. <laughs> I finished second from bottom, so I'm not really bothered. That's not how it works. You don't go, you do Worcester Watch, mate. You cut the stuff. You don't go, well, I don't really fancy it much. I didn't like yeah. their kit. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is all very, like, flipping. They were wearing the same top as me. Yeah. Okay, lovely stuff, Daz. Uh, I suppose then, normally at this point, it's match chat, but there's been 759 games of cricket since we last spoke to you. So Sorry to inter- gonna... interject, Almighty oh One, but you've missed something on the agenda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. competition that we don't like. We were just going to wrap up the oh, summary, weren't we? I was trying we? to just stroll past that, Pete. I've just mentioned the Rachel Hare and Flint Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete, you're going to, aren't you? Yeah. You're not going yeah. there, are you? Yeah, I'm going to go there. You know, let's be let's be professional for once this we've year. Just spent, we've just spent time winning people back with our positive energy and love of well, Worcestershire. Well, okay, if it helps, it comes with a gift for you. Oh, okay. That, does that sway you? Oh, looking at Jim. Looking Very at well. Me. Okay. Um, I suppose then, I mean, I'm I'm presuming we're talking the... <clears throat> the yeah, the crisp knockout. The crisp knockout. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we did that and we decided that our team were the skips. Yeah. But you sort of had a com- bit of a... Not a complaint, but... A bit of a moan that it was sweet popcorn. So I've got you some toffee, mate. <gasps> they are toffee butter kiss. Yeah, they are. Oh, Pete. So you can munch that and go into another world where I just update people on the 100. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Okay, mate. I appreciate you. As you were, I'm, I'm now perfectly okay. <laughs> so, Daz, mm. I'm not hungry. Don't worry about me. Do you want, do you want some as well? Oh, go on then. All right. Oh, I've actually got more to multi-pack. take home with you. It's a multi-pack. <laughs> oh, yes. This is the greatest day of my life, apart from the birth of my daughter, probably. Who eats? Right, so, anyway, Sorry. I'll keep this very brief. Yeah, you do what you want, mate. I bet you I can do this at time it takes you to finish that packet. Ready? Go! Okay, so the KP Nuts won the men's knockout. They beat the McCoys by 14 runs in the final. The Pom Bears won the women's knockout, beating Pop Chips by 34 runs in the final. And our team, the Skips, they finished fifth and fourth, respectively. Spare a thought for the women's butter kiss, who played eight, lost seven, and had won no result. Thus endeth the hundred. I would say, objectively speaking, Mm. that was the finest piece of sports roundup you'll ever hear. (laughs) Spare a thought for the women's butter kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Pete, that is absolutely victory from the jaws of defeat. I was considering walking out, but you turned up with toffee popcorn. I'm genuinely chuffed with that. And at no point did I understand what you just said, which is even better. I thought that was an amusing uh, roundup piece. I'm, I'm impressed with that. Well done. Right. Um, self-congratulatory as well as self-indulgent. Got- this is on a pair. Okay. Popcorn so, stuck in my teeth. Hang on. That's admin out the way. Dad's put the but- butter kiss Not down. Front. Let it go. Put it there. So, because there's been loads and loads of games, there's not any point in like... Picking the bones out of that. So we're going to go for a slightly different approach here in terms of um, kind of assessing our year. And we know what the competitions are. Two quarterfinal defeats in white ball. That represents progress. But getting promoted is obviously a huge success in the red ball. And we've been... Comfortably as well. Pushing towards that. We have bonus points to spare. Yeah, well, it's just as well because we refuse to get them for batting, don't we? <laughs> um, God bless Jake Libby. Anyway... Oh, you're so good. 
friend. Butting uh, friend. He, he replied to one of my tweets and said, thanks, mate. So uh, get a room. <laughs> I can't because I've already booked it out with loads of <laughs> This is really homoerotic. Why is this happening to me? What's going on? I'm flashbacks to uni. Right. We're going to go for a sort of... um, are we like a stock up, stock down, aren't we? Uh, where are we at with the with the playing squad? Without being like too um, pointy-fingered, because injuries play a part, form is temporary, and all that sort of thing. But just how we feel about various things to do with the club and various people associated with the club. And we're just going to... Well, let's let's be honest. We're getting a bit loose here. It's going to be scattergun. I imagine uh, Captain Brearley, are you going to just hold the fort on this whilst we forest gump our way through proceedings? Yeah, we'll have a little go through the go through the squad. That's a phrase, and uh, and see how we feel. So, club captain Brett Dolivera, what are we saying? Stock up or stock down? Yeah, I would say the last two weeks has pulled it out of the bag. I think his form's been poor. I mean, struggled with injury. Bowled well in the one-day and uh, the white ball stuff, particularly in the T20. Underbowled himself, but he always does. Uh, got runs late in the season just to get the job done. So the captain of a promotion-winning side, I mean, it's up. Yep. I'd say only only just. I think it's as you think- were. It's Mr. Consistent, isn't he? He always comes good, does good stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I was gutted for Dolly not getting the uh, the promotion-clinching run after a brilliant century to, to drag us out of the trouble, really. Out of the trouble. Wasn't in Northern <laughs> Ireland, was he, in 1982? <laughs> no. Slightly less conflict. Yeah. Oh, no, 67 for four, Dolly in cash. What a partnership that was. I was good for cash as well, actually. He deserved a ton out of that. He's absolutely refusing to get a century, isn't he? In well, class Haynes was doing that a year and a half ago, wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, he'll get one and then he'll get four or five in, in no time at all. Um, Early 90s, so good as a ton, isn't it? It is as good Don't, as a ton. I will it's good fight as- you. I mean, that's a call. That's a call back to series one, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's going to have to go back and listen to the whole of series one now to to find out where that came from. Oh God, I hope I hope you got good enough luck going. With that. I've got, I hope you got enough going on with your lives. To that, <laughs> that was a good fun year, but ooh. so yeah, I just marginally up. Yeah, despite despite some indifferent form earlier in the year, when it matters, he turns up. Doesn't yeah, he? absolutely, Mister Worcestershire. What sure he's is. saying he's got us promoted. Up. Right, we're not going to get a say in this one. Does uh, Jake Libby, Jim? Oh, Jake. I've been quite disappointed with Jake. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's phenomenal. He's a lot, comfortably over a thousand runs. I know he got a hundred in the last game that was given to him, but he, he's just, he's metronomic. He does that. He does the hard, if you think what we, what was it? 16 batting points before Yorkshire. What we got, we got 19 in the end. Yeah. 19 batting points, which is considerably less than every other team we still got promoted. Those 19 points, I mean, given. We got 18 of them, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Something like that. And that's it's not to disrespect the other batsmen because everybody's contributed in their way and circumstance dictate whether it's weather or otherwise. But he, he just scores runs. He just does. He's yeah. so reliable. And he, last year it was considered a disappointing year because he was only a bit he was only better than average in the county. And leading run score in the one day cup. He was, which you completely neglected. Me. I did. I wondered whether you were going to throw me into the bus, and of He's course like, you well, did. He didn't do anything in one day cup. Like, he was the captain, he scored most of the runs. I did so, say that. He's he's become excuse me he's become an excellent fifty over cricketer as well. I know he was trying trying he's, to make himself a T Twenty cricketer and he isn't really, but his his ability to go from six strike rate of sixty to eighty to one twenty yeah and pace and innings he's 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 got a fourth gear he hasn't quite got the sixth gear for a T Twenty innings but no but you can't be but every, you can't be everything you can't be everything and, and you know, just just ask yeah. Joe Leach you know yeah. so um, stock up always is 
Got to be a contender for the Chiminda Vals. He's dynamite. I, we, I know we're doing that later, but I, he, he's, I can't think how anyone's going to top him, to be honest with you. Anyway, well, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see, but it, yeah. So stock up. And I'm looking forward to see how he gets on in Div 1. If anyone deserves a crack at Div 1, it's Jake Libby. Well, he's one of the players you look at the side and go, he'll be just fine. Yeah. He'll be just fine. Um, so, yeah. Who's well next? Done, <laughs> Devon Friend. <laughs> he's from he's from Plymouth. No, he's not. He's from Cornwall, so he sports Plymouth. Sorry. Southwest Friend. He's from Cornish. He sports Plymouth Argyle. We'll never, I can never truly love him. Actually, it's a okay. little bit Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? It's Montagues and Capulets, Argyle and City. Azar Ali. It's not been the best year for Azar, has he? I think it's a, I think it's a stock down, but I'm grateful for what he's done for Worcester over the last couple of years, and he's had some really nice moments, and he's had a really good. I mean, that innings and that battle against Ollie Robinson at New Road is one of the best bits of cricket I've seen at New Road for a while. Earlier in the year, that hundred was really good, but he just hasn't quite been consistent enough this year. I, I think that's fair. I might break him down as neutral just because of what he offers off the pitch. Yeah. But his connections as well in terms of getting players and his absolute commitment to what the club is and how the club should be. He's a, such a credit to the club that for off off field and for character and everything else, I'll give him neutral. But yeah, the runs weren't really there, but you're right. that you, It's like you get these brief glimpses of a wonderful, wonderful cricketer that, you know, he's, <laughs> he's past his best, but that's okay. And yeah, that 100 against Sussex, against a good Sussex bowling attack, when Pajara was on the field and Steve Smith was on the field, and it was like watching Test cricket. I'm, and what, I'm with you. I thought it was a, a brilliant 100 under duress. And I'll I'll call him neutral for, you know, I feel, am I being too polite? May, maybe, but... But he's um, a good dude, so... Yeah, I'm calling yeah. it a score draw. Uh, that's fair. That's... Yeah, and just what I'd say on that that battle between him and Robinson, you know, that's something. It may, it may or may not be a difficult season next season in in Red Bull. Probably going to be difficult, but let's be uh, let's be positive. Um, but you're going to see battles like that week in week out, you know, and that's that's going to be something only to look forward to. We want to see the best cricketers at New Road, whatever that looks like. And you're right, I think it's going to be a stretch for us. But the fun part's finding out, and you yep. want to, yeah, that's it. You want to see top end cricketers do their thing. <laughs> well, you don't point. want to, you don't want a replay of the first game of the season against Derbyshire away, which was just it was crap. Yeah, is well, eleven going to be stronger with him in it or out of it? It's going to be stronger with him in it, isn't it? So yeah, that yep. makes sense. That didn't sound like it made sense, but I don't yeah, know. but that's you. So yeah, that's good. We just nod, smile, and move on, Daz, <laughs> which is what we're doing. I'm going to chuck to you first, Daz, on this one. Ooh. Interesting one, Cassie Fowley. I'm in love with him. He's got the fans on his side. He's a, I mean, he's a bit of a swiper, but. He's going to get some quick runs in the, in the 50, I think, T20 stuff. And he's proved he can score county championship runs. He's not got his ton yet, like Jim said earlier, but that'll come. There's a, there's a, bit, of a, there's a bit of Jack Haynes in him, I reckon. Jim? Oh, I think that's generous. I think, I think that's generous to have a bit. I think Jack Haynes is a, has a better all-round game. I like Cash. He is who he is at this point. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I don't think he's either up or down. I don't think we've seen anything from him to say that we. I don't think we know more about Cash now than we did a year or you know start of the season. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult because he's, he's shown again. He's shown flashes, but I think he's been a bit inconsistent. He's. We've had, we've seen some really flowing, almost Moeen esque innings, both in red ball when the circumstances suit and in white ball. We've seen some brilliant like fifties and sixties, and you know the odd ninety as well. But you know, in I suppose in red ball. Get me a hundred and it's, then we'll, get me a hundred and then we'll talk. It's difficult because we haven't seen enough of him. We saw him break through into the T twenty side and he was brilliant, consistent, and mature in what was a very poor T 
T20 side. Yes. So we had high expectations for him on the back of that. Didn't live up to the hype in the T20 this year, but we have seen more of him in Red Bull cricket where he's gone and got a good knock. And he averaged 50 in the one-day cup. Well, so we've, yeah. in the bits that we've seen of him in more competitions, oh, he's I been mean, really good. I would, yeah. I, but I, T20 I, stock is down, other stock is up. I, I say the, the things that we worried about him, well, his fielding has improved as well. Yeah. So things like that. He's still not a great fielder, but his fielding's improved. So it, clearly working at his game. So I suppose in that sense, he is improving as an all-round cricketer. And so stock is up. You know, I'm still not sure that if, if Kashi Pali is in your starting 11 in the county championship in first the Division 1, I'm not sure that's a good sign. But, um, I, you know, as Dad said, like, we've got a good dude and he can play. Um, and we've seen flashes of real quality and real flair. So, yes, yeah, yeah, stock up. Stock up. A lot to do. Stock up. Yeah, work in, definitely work in progress. Yeah, and, but there's time. Yeah. But I think what I'd say about him this season is the things he does well is he's improved on. His things like his straight hitting and his... His leg side hitting have been, I would say, measurably improved this year. He hasn't been holding out as much as he did last year, even though he didn't fire as much in the T20. What he's got to do is what you say to a lot of um, younger cricketers is focus on what you're good at. Play the two shots you can play and don't, and don't try all the silly little things that has become a bit of a Worcestershire trait in, in one-day cricket down the years, hasn't it? So that's how he's got himself out a few times, trying to do something weird or something uh, inventive and not being able to pull it off. And if you would like to hire Daz as your batting coach, <laughs> Daz will be back home on uh, X, comma, f- formerly known as the, Twitter. The, the four-wheeled version. <laughs> right. Josh Baker, limited opportunities this year. Uh, Josh is a tricky one, really. I kind of feel like his strongest suit probably should be county championship cricket, but he hasn't really played much. I think his injury's been an issue. Bowled well, really. Uh, bowled really nicely, actually, at times in the 50-over stuff, which is great. Yeah, it took a lot of wickets. I just, like, a young spinner. Man, it's tough. You've just got to play. If you want, if you need to learn how to bowl spin, it's really difficult. It's really difficult to bowl spin well. What I will say about Baker, very reliable in the slip, Gordon. Great catcher, actually. We've seen some belters, and he can bat. He's he's again, he's a good all-round cricketer, and I, with the opportunity he's been given in the white ball, I feel like he's done himself no harm at all. It's interesting to know that actually it's interesting to note that he's not played a lot of red ball cricket. Next year will be instructive. When wickets turn, when you go to places like Taunton and go to places like Chelmsford where the ball turns and you better turn up in four-day stuff with a spinner or you're bang in trouble. Actually, same with Hampshire. So you, you, We'll see whether they trust him there. So I don't think there's enough there to know whether he's up or down. I'm sort of by default sticking. I don't think I know any more about Josh yeah. Baker this year than I did last year. It does. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing I can remember of him this season that, like Jim says, I don't, I don't think we know anything. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing I can think of is he hit the winning runs to, to get us promoted. Well, the, the, the fifty <laughs> over stuff, he took wickets, he had bold yeah. good spells, and so. Let's say he there, can. There's 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 a quick fifty in him as well if he wants. Are that, we saying that, that, that is with the caveat that that's a, it's an understrength competition, yeah. and of course, like so, you want to see him do well. I'm not belittling that because they're still professional cricketers, but it's I'm just that that's my that's my feeling on it. Are we saying that edge two through point is a potential champagne moment? It's got to it's gotta be up there, hasn't it? Crack the bottle over. Well, hold that thought. Because okay. speaking of... I'm going to gloss over a few players that are, are leaving us. Um, speaking of champagne moments... No, let's do it. Jo- um, Jack Haynes, stop down. Uh, I'm not Josh Tun, stop down. Dylan Pennington, stop down. Are we, are we <laughs> yeah. agreed on that? Move on. Couldn't Good. Agree more. Yep. No, let's do it. Let's not shy away from it. Uh, good cricketers, go away. Pat Brown. Pat Brown, 
I don't think he would have left it. I, I think given, you're right. Given, but... given the choice, I don't think he'd have left. No one's choosing a derby, no disrespect. Pat Brown stocked down. I, because, I agree with every... the hope that he would return to some sort of form in T20 cricket yep. has been proven fruitless because people have figured out how to play him and, and I don't think he'll necessarily do any better at Derbyshire. I'd, I'd happily be wrong because he's a good dude, but, you know. I do think you're right. I do think Haynes is stocked down. He's not had the best of year with the bats. With the bat. Best of years with the bat. Um, but I think Pennington is stock up this year. I think he's again proven himself. Oh, he's a better player, but he's going to Northampton, uh, going to Nottinghamshire, so stock down, go away. <laughs> but no, says, the photo shoot, the photo shoot says stock down. I don't care. I'll die on that hill. I'm not bothered. Go away. Okay. Yep. You've made your point. Stock up. Um, champagne moments. Jim Spe- Dale's stock's just gone up. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of champagne moments, Adam Finch. Those three sixes in the final over against Yorkshire has got to be up there for a champagne mm. moment. And I would say, overall, Finch is stock up. I would agree with that. I know people would disagree with that. He's had some wobbly head moments where in big moments and he's been asked to do, um, uh, or asked to bowl in really telling and pressing moments. He's lost his head and he's bowled some no balls and it's gone wobbly. Bit of petulance but, at times. But but I really like what I've seen. I thought he bowled really well in the T20 competition. In the blast, at the, at the top of the innings, He's showed that he can bowl a Yorker. He's shown real courage, actually, and, and sometimes it goes wrong, and that's okay. And what he did with the bat against Yorkshire was absolutely brilliant. And it's a game that was gone, a game we should have won, then we gave it away, and he just said, no, I'm having that, thanks well, very much. Thing. And it was utterly joyous. And that was at that point as well in the season where we'd started okay with the, the T20s, but fragility because of history and, and mentality and everything else, that just kept the momentum going. And it just said... We don't care. It's that fearless cricket. You know, yeah, our number 10 will just come out and whack a few sixes, just take 19 off the last over. And that, to this day, I'm baffled that they didn't do Adam Finch remember the name. But I wasn't on comms, so what can you do? <laughs> like, everything about that said, just do the Ben Stokes, Carlos Brathwaite thing. What are you doing? But, you know, they'll learn from me, these these plucky youngsters in the comms box. He's arguably the best bowler in the, in the Red Bull stuff as well. Been I, think, I think that's a, that's a long shot. I think it's Joe Leach and I think it's Dylan Pennington. But Finch, when he's on it, but I well, think he Finch is a couple of years away. Finch is a couple of years behind Dylan Pennington. I, 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 I was, I was, with all joking aside, you're absolutely right about Dylan Pennington. He's a, he's a cracking bowler. He was brilliant in the T20s as well. Boss. I'm going to back Daz up here uh, with stats. So aside from Pennington, uh, sorry, aside from Joe Leach, who's just been phenomenal, Finch, second leading wicket taker, played less games. 28 wickets to Pennington's 26. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, the context of opening the bowling, it depends on who you're getting out. It depends Better on, average. It, it depends on various different things. And, you know, cricket can be misleading in that sense. I mean, all of those things are great. Like, I'm a bit, I'm genuinely a big Adam Finch fan. But you're going to have to go a, you have to go a fair way to tell me that Adam Finch is a better bowler than Dylan Pennington. You, the stats, the stats, you can say those, you can throw those stats at me, but... Given the choice, who are you picking? If you could have one, I don't. Bot- I genuinely don't think there's been much between in red ball cricket. There's not been much between Finch and Pennington this year. In white ball cricket, Pennington has been standout better. Yeah, I I would take the opening bowler. I would take the opening bowler. Uh, I mean, time. yeah, I, don't know, I'm um, not arguing that Adam Finch is a better bowler than Dylan Pennington. I'm saying good, he's had a, I'm saying he's had a great year. He's probably wind had a better in, wind year. your neck in, old Libby lover. Come on, and he's 100 percent stock up. <laughs> Um, absolutely agree and I think that, that <laughs> no, I, I agree with that but Dylan Pennington is a better bowler but the grief that Adam Finch got for being expensive in those moments yeah. where it didn't go his way were just it's indicative actually of a fan base I think that's impatient for success 
and a bit panicky and a bit jittery. And I think it's really unfair on the guy. I agree. So I, I, I'm, I concur with the positive vibes around Adam Finch. There was so much to like and the things that didn't quite go so well. Young cricketer learning the game. It's difficult, isn't it? Right. Mr. Wiggle, Ben Gibbon. <laughs> I, I, again, feel, I feel like that needs context. No, it doesn't. It even... sounds like a really like a really intimate in-joke. Yeah. <laughs> ben it's G- little follow-through wiggle. Does that help now? It makes it worse, yeah. doesn't it? I, um, it's an I don't interesting... know. It's a tricky one, isn't it? He's found himself limited for opportunities in the second half. Yeah. Um, took wickets early on. We felt, uh, well, you felt he put on a little bit of pace. He, he found, and he was bowling nicely. We, we were waxing lyrical about his improvements. Again, a bit like Cash, still a way to go to prove that he is a. Uh, it's interesting, uh, isn't it? Because pre T Twenty bash, I thought Ben Gibbon was doing a fantastic job, and he was taking three, four wickets a game, and I thought he, he was basically he was guaranteed to be in the starting eleven. He was giving us that variation post the white ball stuff. He played a bit of 50 over stuff. It wasn't great, but, you know, it wasn't awful. He just hasn't had a look in since the white ball stuff's been done and, you know, the likes of um, Ben Allison coming in. So I don't quite know what to make of it, really, is that they've chosen not to play him. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not quite sure what the decision is behind the scenes or what they know or whether they, whether it was instructed by injury or anything. But I felt like the first... I agree, I think the first half of the season, he looked really good. He looked decent. He looked like a a good first change and an excellent second change fast bowler. So I don't I don't know why he hasn't been playing. That's mm. so it's 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 hard to really judge that yeah. as well. Yeah, I don't know. He's blown a couple of teams away in the second eleven, but that's not and he's certainly not stopped with. down. But um, we wait and see. You know, he's he's certainly improved. I don't see, I don't see what he's done wrong. So like I I kind of I I feel like or I felt like he was a player that was trustworthy, and that's kind of all you want from the. You're right there, does. Yeah, <laughs> Does isn't doesn't isn't actually involved in the conversation. He's on his mobile phone. Yeah. See, I didn't. I don't feel like he's done anything wrong, but I, but he's found himself out of the side. So I'm. I genuinely don't know for why. That that my friend is an enigma. It's a mystery wrapped in an enigma. We'll move on. Then. Adam Hose up there. I think I'm not going to say he deserves to take the Chimin Devars from Jake Libby, but I think Adam Hose. Has been pretty good. He's been good in Red Bull cricket. Scored important runs. Um, Mister out, Mister Big Daddy score, isn't he? But he's been pretty good. White ball is everything we thought he would be. And then obviously doesn't play the one day cup because he's eating crisps. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I think from what we've seen of him, Adam Hose has been all the play, every bit the player we thought he would be. Fair. Yeah, I actually I, I'm going to go to Dallas. No, first. Is, has he done? Exactly what we thought he'd do in the white ball cricket. Yeah, I think so. I'm not, I don't <laughs> know. Just, he was he was the second leading run uh, leading run scorer, average forty, striking at yeah, one fifty. Can't really argue with the stats, can I? The it feels like there was more to come from him. That's all. I, yeah, I, I would agree that he can be better than that. But the thing is, that's the thing about really really good players is that he that everything that Pete just said is true. If but, it's if it's yeah. done by anybody else. Then you're going. If that was Kashif, you'd be losing your mind. Is it? Yeah, is yeah, it because it's Adam Hose and he, he comes with a, a reputation? I think the best way to sum up Adam Hose is that the innings in the T20 against Durham at home, where we would bang to rights and they scored big runs, 200 plus. I know it was um, uh, Duckworth Lewis Stern, but he basically masterminded a tie for us. 
and that's someone who is absolutely aware of you know yeah, situational absolutely. cricket yeah, and is completely in control of his craft. The the Red Bull stuff's interesting because we've seen eighty fives from him and sixties from him, and, and that's I almost find it frustrating. It's a bit like cash. I want them to have to be brilliant or crap so we can move on to the next guy. They kind of they're, they're teased. I feel yeah, teased, teased by Adam Hose, but the whole point in him coming here was that would give him a chance, and I. He hasn't let anyone down. He hasn't pulled up any trees, but he has consistently contributed with 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. You want yeah, more than that from your number five, I think. But again, it's his first full season in Red Bull cricket for, what was it, like for like six years or something? Yeah. So it's a pretty good debut season. I think he comes with a big reputation, but I think it's stock up. Well, it's got to be stuck up because he's come from them lot and he's now playing for us, so it's stuck up. That's what I'm saying. But just in terms of character, yeah, yeah. life choices. I mean, it's a massive ramp up, isn't it? It feels like a dig at him, and it's not meant it. Like, I just sort of wanted more out of him. And it, the thing about high standards, though, isn't it? Yeah, he he's elite. You know, he's elite. We're lucky to have him, really. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, if he does that again in Div One, then I think we're okay. Hmm. Okay, so player that I'm going to put up there is a potential. Rival to Jake Libby for the Vars. Joe Leach. We always overlook the bowlers. We've gone for all-rounders and batters because it's just just sexier when it being a batter. You get all the plaudits. Bowlers are rubbish if you lose and the batsmen are awesome if you win. So it's, I think it's easy to overlook bowlers for player of the year, but 48 wickets this season in Div 2 has pretty much uh, been the reason we've got so many bowling points. and so yeah, hardly any batting points. We look a different side without him. I think you take Jake Libby out the side or you take Joe Leach out the side and it's those are the big losses. Joe Leach is just... I mean, the injuries always make it difficult. He's not a multi-format player, really. And his batting, it's a famine or feast and everything else. And we shouldn't judge him on his batting, but purely as opening the bowling. He is... He's the talisman. He's the leader of the bowling attack. And he's kind of an unfashionable cricketer, really, is that most other counties don't really think about Joe Leach. The players do, but the fans don't so much. And God, we're gonna miss him when he's not there. Um, he's he's brilliant, you know. And it, it's again, it's that you run out of superlatives for him because he just doesn't have a bad day. He might like his bad day is like he'll get one for forty from twenty overs or something stupid like that. And so regular, it, regularly, it's those threefers and fourfers, and it's it, those early wickets. It's the one two wickets in the in the first spell or two that set the tone. Um, and I, I agree with you. I mean, Libby's numbers are ridiculous. But Joe Leach is kind of the cornerstone of this side, isn't he? The only thing that's disappointed me this year about Joe Leach is we haven't seen one of those innings. And I don't expect it from him, but we haven't seen him tee off and do a spectacular, you know, grab victory from the jaws of defeat moment that you sometimes associate with him. Um, and one day cup-wise, he didn't really do anything. It's odd, isn't it? Because uh, like, it's interesting it, what you just said actually about him playing. Uh, you've not been a multi-format cricketer. Would you next season say to him, "Look, you got fourteen championship games. That's all I want you to focus on," and actually take him out of the one-day stuff, take him out of the white ball cricket? Because he totally. took he I mean, took one wicket in the one-day cup. It's tricky, isn't it? Because I think because of because of budgetary restraints and because you get injuries, is that we don't really have a big enough squad to do that. I mean, ideally, yeah. I mean, managing his workload makes sense because we know there's problems with his back. So you want to get as much red ball cricket out of Joe Leach as you can. It's a funny one, isn't it, Reed? And his batting's interesting because if he was a Rushworth type, if he just batted at 10 and just averaged nine runs, no one would care. And no one would bat an eye because he's not there for it. 
But because we saw him do what, what he did against Kent, yeah. he scored 80 in 20 minutes and uh, won a game that we never should have won. And it because of those flashes with the bat, again, it's a bit like the hose thing where you, 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 yeah, you, you hope you've for more. Yeah, you've seen it before, so you want more, yeah. You know, and and Pete rightly says is that the that there's a there's a kind of thing where if results don't go your way, you chop and change the bowlers, and the batsmen get away with it. I think whatever I kind of feel like whatever we get out of Joe Leach for the next two three years, kind of injuries and everything else, depending, just enjoy it. Yeah, I kind I kind of I sort of don't care. I feel like he's never going to play for another county. I feel like he knows what he wants to do when he retires, yeah. and I think he's got lots of options ahead of him. And I think that's the point. I don't think with Joe Leach, it's not stuck up or stuck down. It's just Joe Leach being Joe Leach yeah. again. Yeah, I think it's that's not fair. one of those. He's just he he's done everything he normally does again. And like you said with Daryl Mitchell, or as we named an episode, we're we're lucky to have him. Hmm. And as you say, good point. Enjoy it. Right. Oh, I'm going to grimace here because we've been so <laughs> nice, but we can't not cover it. Pollock. It's such a shame. It is such a shame. And I do feel at times he's made a scapegoat, but I'm not going to kick off at any fans because I did that last episode. (laughs) Yeah, this just hasn't done the numbers, has he, this year? He got a new three-year deal at the start of the year. And I think three three years was both generous and sensible. So I feel like our initial Ed Pollock experience has been pretty favourable. That's a jazz band. The the Ed Pollock (laughs) experience. Live at Ronnie Scott's. He hasn't had a good year. He knows he hasn't had a good year. And and to an extent, it's almost like, do we need to do this? Because everybody knows it and he knows it. It's a bit like when you're a teenager and you've got a big spot on your face. You don't need everyone to point at no, a big absolutely. spot on your face. Because you know everyone knows it there, so just move on. But um, does he have a future in professional cricket? Yeah. Is it going to be a long one? I mean, honestly, probably not. But I don't know. I, I, I think the the only the only issue I have with Ed Pollock as a professional cricketer at Worcestershire is the way he's treated by certain elements of the fan base mm. and the complete disrespect. As if he, I mean, he's he's a fabulous cricketer, and, and we've seen and we've seen him. We three have seen him score brilliant runs. Back end of the T Twenty campaign, and he he, he, uh, he seemed to go through a little spell where he just found last, some confidence. <clears throat> last year, the hundred against Middlesex, the hundred at home against Sussex, like the the tone setting that we talked about. Is that he, he's he's not had a good year, but does that mean he doesn't have a good year next year? No, no. So let's got see. work to do. Div Div one for red ball is going to be tough. I think I don't know. It just need. It feels like it just needs a reset. And because this year hasn't gone well, and maybe because expectation is going to be low, and I think with good management, I think there's a role for him to play next year. And I think we could well see him. We saw little moments, didn't we? Even when we went to the Hampshire game and we were dreadful, but he found a way to make that score almost respectful. So he's got some fight and he sure as hell has got talent. I mean, I I, I don't know what the future is for Ed Pollock, but I'm I'm happy to have him at Worcestershire and I'm happy to give him the benefit of the doubt. He either gets picked or he doesn't. And when he does, I'll cheer him on. Like, I don't don't know how you could be kind of any other way. Fair. Yeah, absolutely fair. Yeah. Cool. Really, there, isn't he? Two left and we're done. There's no there's no dispute in this one. If anyone says stop down, you can get off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On a pairs, Gareth Roderick. Boo, he's rubbish. <laughs> I mean, I think he we, still I still think he should be paying us to sponsor him. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all come down to that. But I mean, if his stock goes up, so does our investment. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he, he cost us an extra fifteen quid in sponsorship. <laughs> 
We still haven't had our photos, by the way. Where's our signed photos? Just as inside Joe, the club. We haven't. We, we're supposed to get a photo, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And while, and while you're there, Joe, could Jim have one with Jake Libby? Oh, Ideally topless. Come on, man. Look, I told you. I want. I. I. I actually. I. Do you know what? Because I am. Um, I. I. I WhatsApp Joe and said, "How much to sponsor Logan Van Bake for the last two games of the season?" But he wasn't sticking around. Rodders, Rodders get- brilliant, brilliant again with the bat. Just gone from strength to strength with the bat. And um, I know Cox has been a brilliant keeper for us down the years, but what's, what's Roderick done wrong with the gloves in his hand? 38 catches, two stumpings, and one absolute blinding uh, diving catch as well, I can remember. Yeah, uh, he's just, again, that, yeah. churned it out. He's, it's a different season, this. I mean, last year, you know, we talk about champagne moments. Last year, he was he was firing them out. And he was he scored big runs, that one seven three and... The I t- there was that that brilliant hundred in the one day cup that he scored. Yep. For me, what Rodders is this year, his his stock is up, not necessarily with the bat because I think he had a better year with the bat last year in terms of numbers and big scores. His stock is up in terms of his status within the team. Yeah. So if that yeah, I'll, I'll open the batting. Sure, I'll do that. I'll just I'll keep wicket for a four day and I'll open the batting too. Whatever number you want me to do, skip. Oh, yeah, like you said I'll earlier, he'll do, he'll do one to if seven say, and he'll do a good job. Could you bowl some off-breaks for me? And he'll go, yeah, I'll do it with my pads on if you want. And opening the batting, he's scoring 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. You know, not not massive runs, but again, he does the difficult stuff. He does the grunt work. He does the uh, the. He's such an unselfish cricketer. And he will do whatever you want. He's like, in the same way that Alex Stewart used to be for England, but like, what, yeah, whatever you need. Yeah. I mean, it's, I love that. It's a 30 average, but again, that's one of those examples where stats don't really give context mm. to the runs, as you were just saying. So it, the value to the team that he brings is huge because he he he, pl- he puts fingers in the hull of a boat that's leaking in, in, in a match context. And without Gareth Roderick doing that at numerous points this yeah. season, this team do not get promoted. So they, stock they, up. They, yeah, absolutely. Where are Got photos? your back, bro. Where are photos? Also, I'd like to apologise for my tongue-in-cheek thing about how because we sponsor him, and uh, he got he got a nice hundred, and was like, I can't read the words on our logo for the sponsorship. <laughs> so I did a mock-up with like a massive one of on a pair. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, last one, and again, I th- I think he was in the running for the Chimindavas, but injuries have scuppered him. Waito, been good. He's been good with the bat. He's got a 35 average this year for an all-rounder. He's taken 26 wickets, same as Penno. And I mean, he's got to be at the top end of the stats for batting and bowling across the, the mm. division, I would say. I think he's done a lot unnoticed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's background work, donkey work. Yeah. A bit like Roderick in that sense, actually. So I think he's up. And he would have really been in the running had, sadly, he, yeah, cropped he wasn't it. able to play. But yeah, cropped. My feeling about... Um, Matt Way is that I don't know about you guys I I, I think I'm remembering this right but I got, got the sense at the start of this year and we were kind of talking about him as a signing that we didn't really quite know where he was going to fit in that he probably wasn't going to play because like he's not going to he's not going to be batting at six and doing it if you're signing Hose and, and everything else yeah. with, with Dolly and every, with our middle order but yet he did start the season and he opened up with a ton. He's bowled really useful little spells that have gone for not many. They're these little kind of two furs and three furs. And he's not scored the runs of Barnard and he's not taken the wickets of Barnard. But 
I mean, he's done a pretty good impression at times. Yeah, know? absolutely. So I've been really, really impressed with him. I think he's, he's not a pretty batter to watch. Watching him in his stance, in that slightly awkward... He's like a crabble, isn't he? Stand and deliver thing. He looks... Yeah. He looks so awkward he's waiting got, for the ball. I think he looks like how I look batting. No, I think... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> he's, this might sound a bit weird, but he's a bit French cricket. Everything's very straight. It's angular and a bit taut, but, I mean, again, there's the it's a good bit of recruitment, you know, because he's shown his value. And you're absolutely right, Pete. I think... The, the kind of first half of the season is that he was invaluable. His his form, the, he got. I mean, he got some easy runs at times, but I, you know, I think he and he came in at favourable situations at times with the bats. So although he did very well, I think it was kind of in his favour. I was more impressed with the bowling. I was more impressed with those when we needed a breakthrough, or actually when you know that whole kind of when one becomes two in terms of wickets in clusters. He he, that's what he delivered. He was just always in the game. Yeah. So I think it's been a, a really good bit of recruitment and he's done himself no harm at all. And I think you're right. If he'd have stuck about, I think he would, it, for the season and stayed fit, he was on course, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was on, on course for a bit of Jamindavas action. Um, so yeah, stock up. I'm really, I'm really pleased. Really pleased. Didn't expect it. Yeah, definitely stock up. I, I'd say I think he's, I bet you if he's, look, he's towards the top end of the averages for both the batting and the bowling yeah. for, for, the, for the championship. Well, for, certainly for Div 2. Definitely. And then finally, last bit of uh, stock up for both. And stock up relative to our overseas players last year. Santner absolutely stock up. He was awesome. And could also, or if he hadn't just played T20, uh, would be a definite shoe-in for, <laughs> for player of the year. Um, and Mia as well. He was a welcome surprise, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, uh, Usama Mia was... He was uh, he was a revelation, really. We were expecting Santner to be a better cricketer than we last saw him, and he was a better cricketer than we saw him the time before. So he's been incrementally better, and I think that's a de- uh, he, Santner is a is the classic example of how the IPL makes you a better T Twenty player because his range hitting is something else. Santner was brilliant with the bat. His bowling didn't start great, and his bowling kind of caught up, but he was fabulous with the bat, and he was batting at three. Yeah, it's great. Bracewell, it's a shame because he's a good cricketer and he bowled well at times. He scored that great 50 against Knotts and he tried to be a player I think he wasn't necessarily and then he got injured. But um, Mir and Satna, again, like good recruitment. Yeah. Credit where it's due, the recruitment for this year has been very good. Well, I'm glad you've mentioned that actually because I was going to say, final decision then, champagne moment. Are we giving it to Josh Baker for his edge through to, uh, point for two? Are we giving it to the Dolly and uh, Bracewell partnership in the T20 versus Knots, or are we giving it to Finch for his three sixes versus Yorkshire? Das, I think. I mean, in the literal sense, it's Baker, isn't it? But the Finch moment was the one for me which got the heart racing a little faster, shall we say? I thought it was a super. It, yeah. It, or. Are we giving oh, it God. to Logan Van Bake for his brilliant 43 off 21 balls in the last game in the 50-over oh. competition to make sure that we got to the quarterfinals? Or are we giving it to Logan Van Bake for his 53 <laughs> against Glamorgan in a must-win game? 
uh, in the first innings? Or Don't. are we giving it to Logan Van Bake for his fourth of 42 against Glamorgan um, in the same game? I mean, Don't forget the topless photo of Libby in the changing room after the promotion. Of course, second innings. Uh, Logan Van Bake made, uh, got four for 46. So is there, could, is there your, Logan? Your, your suggestions, honestly. I look, it was a must-win game, and he got a four for a four for it. What's, what's Logan Van Beek anyway? Well, it's B E E K, isn't it? Yeah, Beek. Yeah, it's Beek. It's in Beek. Dutch parlance, my friend. It's pronounced. I'm not Beek. Dutch. Uh, so Bre- anyway, the great British Beek off. <laughs> I'm I'm going Finch, uh, mainly because I was there and it was amazing. And New Road was act that Dolly Stamp was actually jumping up and down for the first time in a while. So I think Finch. You've gone Finch. So, Jim, you, I'll give you a say. I, no, I just, Jim's I, gone Van Beek eight times, so he wins. I was uh, The Dolly 100 at Headingley, I think, is worthy of acknowledgement for the champagne moment. To guarantee, I know that the, the job was basically done, but he hadn't been brilliant with the bat, and it was a captain's innings, and it made sure that we were, we were always going to get to 300. And so I think... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Worth a nomination. For, for sheer drama and match-changing... And season momentum, I really can't argue with the Adam Finch three sixes, nineteen off four balls, and um, and it was against Yorkshire, which is pretty hilarious. But I, I am actually, I, I do actually think I would give the champagne moment to Dolivera for his hundred at Hellingham, but ensure we got the bank points. Okay, you didn't seem surprised by that. No, I'm not surprised by that, and the, you being different. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a fair fair shout, but we'd already voted two to one, so uh, no, that's okay. You know, yeah. that's, that's the key with a democracy is that minorities still get a voice and don't get trampled on. Mate. And I've um, I've said my piece, but I, I would happily concede that um, for an in the moment dramatic, are you kidding me? Cricket finale, Adam Finch nineteen off the last day would have beat was- Yorkshire. Lovely stuff. That's our champagne moment then. Yeah. Well Cute. done, Finchie. Fanfare. I just thought I'd say it before you did. <laughs> I think the non-Worcestershire champagne moment was Simon Harmer hitting that massive six to not Warwickshire out to the T20 <laughs> Cup, by the way. I, do you know what? That's After a, they, they that completely cocked up that run chase. Point. <laughs> they completely cocked that run chase up. Okay. Yeah. I can genuinely say that the most tense I have been this season was when Essex were determined, <laughs> determined to give Warwickshire a victory <laughs> that they never deserved to have. And I was screaming at the telly <laughs> in a way that I never... And it's the worst thing in the world when you're hoping that your rivals lose because that's all you... But Can we can we tweet Essex in a bit and tell them that he made our nomination for Champagne Moment? Hey, well, look, why not? You do the admin because I'm starting to get a little it, bit... It made sure we lasted longer than them in the competition as well by 24 hours or so. And they were so good as well. I mean, Warwickshire were... They, I were, mean, they were brilliant. They, they were the best team in it this year. They yeah. were the best team in it I think without right, a shadow of a doubt. They were brilliant, weren't they? Yeah. But it only takes one game. Watched four of their games, and plus that one on the telly. They were absolutely superb. So well done, Simon Harmer. Well done, Adam Finch. <laughs> <laughs> and look, Pete, you could probably confirm this. I feel like this has been go- this has gone on long enough. Um, so I think, I mean, there is no any other business because quite frankly... Well, you- hang on. Jim Indivars. We haven't actually decided yet. Oh, okay. We've talked around it. I think we've inferred who it's going to be. But, Dim, you might as well make it official. Okay. Because I'm with you. We've discussed it in advance. I'm with you. 
And Daz, you've already cast your vote in favour of it. So, Jim, okay. So, so what we can confirm then is we we don't we're not for the first time ever we're not going to have an argument. It's unbelievable. We can agree that the 2023 Chaminda Vars winner for the Honor Pair Player of the Year is Logan Van Bake. Of course, it's not. <laughs> it's Jake Libby. That's two years out of three. Stop it. You're too good. Oh, I love Jake. Back off. Um, You're not getting a vase though, because Barnard nicked it last year. Barnard nicked our vase and ran away thieving, to Warwickshire. Thieving brummy bastard. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, <laughs> though, to he, was a, Sorry, he was a good shout to uh, retain it. He's been quite good this year. So, yeah, it turns, <laughs> turns out he's as good as we thought he might be. Oh, there you go. Uh, don't Ooh. people start complaining again? Um, right. So, is it anyone other than Boycott? I mean, I see, see what you're saying. <laughs> it's in flashes, but. I it's think. been tricky, isn't it? Because they've had so much cricket curtail. You know, they lost yeah, an entire. True. Oh yeah, that that was tough. And I look, I'll, I'll willingly hold our hands up here. Like the the pod this year has been, it's been up and down for us because life has kind of gotten in the way. I've spent an inordinate amount of this summer on an airbed in the garden room of my in-laws in Dudley, and that's no way you want to live your life. But it means that just doing stuff and things, it's been kind of haphazard, and we haven't got a chance to watch the women's game as much as we normally do. But Boycott's numbers are legit, and she's been consistent. Well, she's been wearing the I think there's an honourable mention for Flora Bertwistle. I think she's been brilliant with the ball. And Amy Maud, as we talked about earlier, but gets the champagne went... moment for a hat-trick against Warwickshire, but it's Boycott. Yeah, yeah Bertwistle went close last year, man. Yeah. She had to finish the season strong. Well, look, it's going to be Boycott again in the Anne Cowley Player of the Year, and that's fair enough. And um, Look, at least this year she doesn't have to go for the, uh, the indignity of talking to me about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but, you know, we, but we have. I, I know, babes, I know. It's It's been troubling, hasn't it? Anyway. No, it's been, been all right. It's been lovely. We've gotten through it, Bears fans. It's going to be okay. And we've still got a director of cricket, which is nice. And let's, let's, just, um, let's just reflect on the fact that the coach... And the director of cricket in consecutive interviews have thanked the supporters. Yes. Exclusively the supporters. Yep. Whatever that may be to you, however it may manifest itself, whether you fly over from Ireland to Headingley knowing it's going to hoof down with rain, whether you have the time to watch cricket midweek or you're a weekend warrior, whether you are a Blast fan or you're just in it for the long haul, whether you're overseas and you're just listening on the wireless. Or you're a little bit pissed up at Hampshire. Yeah, whatever it may be. However you choose to follow the pairs, keep doing it. And you are a supporter. We are all equal in this sad comic display that is county cricket. And that's us for the season. We will see you next year. Thank you for your time and your tolerance. Peace. Worcester boys are rapping, the Worcester boys are away. The Worcester boys are jolly good boys and jolly good boys are away. We never shadow <laughs> quarrel, we never disagree. We all jump up when Pedro says, Come and have a drink on me. Hey.